0: Welcome to the Relentless Courage Podcast. My name is John Howard, husband and father of three, ultra-endurance athlete, and business owner. Hello. I'm not exactly sure where this is going to go, but it is, I think, May 13th, 2020, and I've been thinking a lot about... Uh other people actually. One of the things I really enjoy is serving in the community and things like that and that's probably something I've been missing more than most everything else in the last six or eight weeks since we've been kind of locked down. But um, one thing that keeps coming back and this comes from my experience and my struggle with alcohol abuse is uh, those people that have, you know, fallen back into old patterns again. And I just feel that uh I I I see as the world begins to open up again in some capacity that we're just going to not have, you know, if we've fallen back into those old patterns and there's probably been a dozen times over the last 8 weeks that I have acknowledge triggers, things that have kind of in the past sent me back down those spiraling ways, and it never really starts like drink a liter of Jack Daniels. Usually it takes a little while before it gets to that point, but the habits begin to establish themselves pretty early on in, in a relapse, I guess you could call it, and you know, I think if they can be addressed early enough in the process, we can snap out of it and move back into healthier rhythms. But I just, I, I've i got a, you know, feeling and I have not given in to any of those. I just have too much to lose in my life. and And I'm partially, you know, devoting part of my life to helping people who struggle with those types of things. And I'm not sure what that looks like exactly yet. And part of my struggle has been trying to figure out What that means. I've been meaning to get on here probably for the last three weeks to a month and just kind of dump some thoughts, and I just haven't done it. And I don't know why. Maybe if I had three weeks ago or a month ago, I could have helped one more person or 10 more people than I maybe am able to help today. But um, if this message just reaches one person who has slipped back into alcohol abuse in particular, that has been free from that and now just with nothing to do or the stress and fear of the uncertainty of the future has just kind of crept up. And, and um, you know, it was pointed out that there's one curve that's being slammed and flattened, and there's a bunch of other curves that are spiking right now. And it just saddens me so much that these, you know, they're, maybe you have... Worked so hard to build something, to create something, to make something. uh, Years. Maybe it's just minutes. One minute at a time for years, potentially. You've been trying to suppress this urge. to. You've been staying busy. You've been trying to stay away and out of patterns that take you on a negative spiral. And put your family and, and, and your job and everything else kind of at risk. You know, analogy would be right now I feel like when everything shut down at least in my life and then you may relate to this as well. We got kind of three halos, three windows that are open in our browser. And normally, you know, before the stay at home order and all this shutdown stuff, there was maybe you know, 8 or 10 different browser windows open. Well, when we add in alcohol, we stay up too late. We're hung up, uh, hung over the next day. We fall into this pattern. We're irritable. We're angry. We got no energy for much, but figuring out how we're going to get the next bottle of alcohol and then how we're going to drink it and how we're going to go about life. we can do that with three browsers and probably keep all three of them open and juggling, especially if we're hiding addiction uh, and alcohol abuse from our families, but you know, or, or other people, but as the world opens up again, and we've got eight to ten different browsers to juggle, my question is, how are you going to keep it all organized? And the the reason I, I, I don't know, I'm not trying to, I, I, by no means am I standing on a horse. I'm casting no judgment. I just come from a place that knows what it feels like to be stuck and be tied to that chain, and I also know what it feels like to break free of that, and I know what it feels like to get tied up again, and I know what it feels like to break free, and I feel like I've broken free forever, and my personal break free is my surrender to God's sovereignty and serving others, and that's what I'm trying to do today My hope is that this message does not come across as me coming from a place that I know anything more than you. I don't, but I do know that I've been in a position where I've abused alcohol before daily, and I know that I've been sober now for four years or more, and I'm just going to share a few things that have helped me in the past, you know? Um, sitting down and just creating a list of things to do the following day. Understanding that the moment when something triggers you, you, you might just see a commercial or a friend posting a beautiful picture of their wine bottle collection on their counter and talking about how cool it's going to be to get drunk tonight because they need to get a break from their kids or something. Man, keep it off social media. Nobody needs to see you talking about your drinking. People aren't friends with you for that reason, especially if they're struggling right now. Just know that those types of posts can push people over the edge and ruins families, can tear people apart and down. You can do it. I mean, I don't care. I'm not telling you what to do. It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you from someone who has struggled with alcohol abuse, you never know what it's going to be that's going to put someone over the edge. And I just, uh, I don't know what the point is. Like, cool, you need a break from your, uh, uh, that's a total rabbit hole that I didn't mean to go down. I'm not going to go down it anymore, but it just is what it is. I don't really care what you do. Um, And there's a lot more things in this world that are probably more concerning than that right now. So just, Um, if it, whatever, that's one of the things that can trigger a relapse in someone who's struggling with alcohol abuse. And if you are struggling with alcohol abuse and you are continuously seeing these things or hearing these things, or, um, you know, the anxiety is getting cranked up because of, uh, joblessness or, um there's people around that are just starting to drive you crazy and you don't know which way is up and you don't know who to listen to anymore. And there's all these things that are flying around and floating around. I would say this is just me. And what I've found is that God can, as long as you surrender and stop fighting his pursuit You may still deal with triggers and issues and anxiety and fears. But there's a counter to all that, y'all. It's courage and it's peace. And I speak from experience. Even just saying those words... Brings peace to my soul. It's temporary. You see a picture? You get an inclination to get in your car and drive to the liquor store? Just don't for five minutes. You'll be fine. Write a story. Read a book. Come up with default activities that can bring you away. Pray. God, please. Give me the strength to turn away from this bottle, Lord. You know as well as I do that I do not need this right now. God, I pray that your peace would wash over me. I pray that you would give me the courage to say no and press into whatever it is that is going on in my life right now. Those are the kinds of things, those are the kinds of prayers that I pray personally, that help me get through those moments. I know what it feels like to be buried in habitual patterns of alcohol abuse. I know what it feels like to come out of those cycles when the world opens up and becomes green and blue and the colors and the clarity They jump and the decision making and the relationships and the job and and all the stuff that comes along with a clear head. And I also know what it feels like to fall back into alcohol abuse patterns and have a lot of those things go away. So now as we consider what this world is going to look like when things start opening up again, when employers start hiring people again, how are we going to show up? Because you're not going to be able to juggle eight browser windows when currently you're only having to juggle three. It just doesn't work like that. How productive do you want to be in society? But here's the deal. Even if you've slipped, there's still time because it's all about habits. All about habits. How are you going to start your day? Get into these crazy routines. It's fine. Pick something that you're excited about that is productive and gets you further from the bottle and closer to your full potential and do it first thing in the morning. Just make sure before you even turn your phone off airplane mode. Just get something accomplished. Get a win early. And have a strategy, identify the triggers that are going to come into your life that are going to want to put you over the edge and ask yourself every single time, is it worth it to go back into that cave of addiction and attach those chains to a di- of a, 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 alcohol abuse? Is it worth it? For everything you do to look for a way that you can get your lips around that bottle? Is it really worth it? What is that going to look like? Like, be reasonable in those moments. Don't just run away from the fear or the uncertainty or the anxiety of the moment. Understand that that is temporary, and oftentimes communication can resolve conflict. Y'all, I am not trying to come from a place of really knowing anything. I don't. But what I do know is that I want to serve, and I keep feeling called every time I ask God how I can help in this world. I'm not going to help people that don't want to be helped. That's not who I'm after. Some people don't care. They want to live. They don't, they don't care. And that's whatever. That's fine. But there are also some people that have slipped back into consuming an unhealthy amount of alcohol. And they know it. And they know they're out of control. And they know that it's in a spiral. And it's getting to a tailspin. And it's something that they've dealt with for a long time. And they also know they want to get out of it. They don't want to live there or here or wherever you are anymore. They don't want to be hooked to the pacifier of the bottle. What's worked for me? Courage and peace from my God. Prayer. And the one word... Surrender. Surrender. We think we have power in this world. We are powerless without the power of our God. And until we surrender and accept that, it's going to be an uphill climb. It still might be, but with God on your side, strength, peace, and courage, hope, all those things. So I don't know if that was more than I wanted to say tonight. I think it was about as much as I wanted to say, and I probably really... We'll think of a hundred more things that I wanted to say once I stop this recording and go through the work of airing it. But I'm so hopeful that what I have to say about alcohol abuse right now in particular, and, and there's a lot of different spikes happening. We've flattened one curve. We're flattening one curve, but we are absolutely... Throwing the spike on a whole bunch. A whole bunch of curves are spiking through the roof right now. And I'm not minimizing any attention that's been given to the COVID 19 bump, which may become a spike. But we got to address some of these other spikes. Alcohol abuse is just one of them. And it's something that I've dealt with in my past before. And I haven't overcome anything. I'm overcoming it every single day, sometimes minute by minute, sometimes week by week, sometimes month by month. But I know, I know it's not worth it. I know I got too much to lose. To go back into that place where my life is consumed by the next fix. It's not going to lead you anywhere. It's going to lead you to your grave. That's about the only place you're going to go. And that might be a little bit dark, but that's how my brain thinks. That's how my brain operates. I've been in some pretty dark spots. And this is not about me. So when I talk about dark spots, I've been to some pretty dark spots. Dark places. Places I didn't want to be. I've been to places where death would have been a better place. And by the grace of God, I didn't end there. And I'm not saying darkness isn't a part of my future because the devil is just as real as my God and there's a battle going on for the soul every single minute of every single day. It's real, it's raw. And the more things that are taken away around us that we can't occupy ourselves with or consume ourselves with, Or the more flashy things that get taken away from us. The freedoms that are pulled away from us. The more revealed the battle of that soul becomes. And if we don't want to fight it. The devil is the default. God is always pulling at us. But until we surrender to his authority. The devil's got the soul. It's a battle of the individual. And until we surrender to the authority of the God, the one God of this universe, the devil will be in control. And I know people personally right now that are dealing with some really dark stuff. And that's what I keep saying. I pray for them. I pray that God would open them up and, un- and just reveal himself to them in ways that bring them to a place of surrender because the devil will take them right to the grave. Happily. Nothing would make him happier. But God has the authority. Surrender to His power, and He will give you peace. Surrender to His power, and He will give you courage. Surrender to His power, and He will provide your world with purpose. I'm not sure whose ears this podcast will land on tonight, or today, or tomorrow. But I am sure that God is in constant pursuit of your soul. No matter if you've ever understood. His power before in in your life. The devil is cunning. The devil is powerful too. And the deal with the devil. Is the devil is the default. the devil is the default until we realize that we by ourselves cannot have our power is not sufficient over the great deceiver of our soul we will live in bondage but as soon as we surrender And accept the fact that God has redeemed us. Has relentless grace. It doesn't matter what you've done, y'all. Doesn't matter where you are right now. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Doesn't matter how evil you've been. God has redeemed us with his relentless grace. Relentless meaning unceasing, it never stops. It is always pressing. I honestly didn't mean for this to become a message of of preaching. I just wanted to kind of get across what has worked for me. To stay free from alcohol abuse. And maybe that's part of why I haven't come to y'all in the last three to four weeks. Because I was afraid to talk about my God and the power that he has shown. When I decided to surrender. But it's time to start living more with relentless courage. Relentless courage to make my voice heard, draw on the power of my God, and just surrender. His grace and peace. That's the only place. That's the only thing that really works for me. There might be other things that work for others, but for me, surrender. I put my hands in the air every day. God, how can I serve you? How can I serve you? What can I do? because I am so grateful that God has opened my eyes and because I have surrendered to the power of God, I know there is victory in my soul. That doesn't mean the devil won't continue to knock. That doesn't mean the devil might not even pound on that thing. Because he ain't going down without a fight. But to know that I have the power of God on my side, in my corner, provides such a sense of peace. Such a sense of peace. I never actually imagined that I would do this on this podcast. I try and bring attention to God's name and grace. And God, I just want to pray right now for anyone listening to this message. God, I know you pursue them. You are in constant pursuit. God, I pray that you would just bring about surrender, understanding, awareness. Lord, I pray you reveal yourselves to these folks that they may not fall to the temptation of the devil and the evil one. Lord, I just am so grateful for your grace, relentless grace, God, you take us for who we are. You take us for what we are. You take us no matter what we've done. Lord, you even take us no matter what we do. God, I pray for the souls of those who are looking for peace right now. I pray that you reveal yourselves to those that are looking for courage right now. I pray that you... Reveal yourselves, reveal yourself to those who are ensnared by the wicked laugh of the devil. Lord, I pray that you wipe that smirk off his face. God, I pray that there would be people that listen to this message that would surrender to your grace, surrender to your peace, surrender to your power over the battle of their soul. God, I'm thankful, grateful for your power. I'm grateful for your peace in my life. I thank you that your plan is the plan, Lord. I thank you for your sovereignty. God, I pray for the souls of men. Many men, but maybe just one. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you liked the episode today. Please share it with someone that you feel might benefit from the content discussed. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore John Howard. That's J-O-N-H-O-W-A-R-D. Subscribe to the newsletter at johnhoward.co. Join our happy group. Be made aware of new podcast episodes, product releases and sales, as well as stories of adventure. Live today with relentless courage.